Welcome, everybody, to The Lonely TARDIS, your journey through time, lords, and space, where a group of companions come together to discuss Doctor Who and all Who-related happenings. It has been a long time since we have gotten together with you. Actually, I think the last time was during the the uh, the beginnings of the pandemic. We were really hopeful that it would be gone after, uh, after a couple months. Boy, were we wrong. Um, but here we are. We're back. I'm Dolly Domofsky, and I'm joined, as usual, by one Marcus Beer. I just realized we wait, we were hoping that the pandemic would be gone earlier in the year. We also hope Chibnall will be gone earlier in the year. Yeah. Neither of them have gone. Correct. Connection, I think so. Correct. Yep, yep, yep. The other lovely uh, voice you will be hearing uh, throughout this episode is, okay, it, it's Sean Norton. I mean, it's Sean Norton. Hello. I no video. This is our first all video one, isn't it? I think we're gonna post this to the YouTube page. This will be an all video. Oh god, we're gonna go and to the negative fans when they see our faces. Shirt on and everything. Look at this. <laughs> no I dressed up in scruffy bastards. I even combed my hair, pandemic hair, and I combed it. And then look at you lot. <laughs> there you go. Lovely. Oh, you have the, yours are, you have luscious locks there, Sean. Those are thank you. Locks. I'm afraid of losing them. But uh, that's my right problem now. right now, right in there, right in and there. And you know what? The, the genetics are not on my side. At least you guys have a decent hair coloring. Look at this. I can't wait till I get gray. Yeah, man. but you look good. I, I have like these like, random strings of gray. You have that nice, handsome salt and pepper. Uh, it's like Wolverine style. Yeah, kind of badass, man. Yeah, I'm basically three months away from being Santa at the mall next year. <laughs> Uh, this three months will go by pretty quickly. Trust me, the way the way things are right now. Um, anyways, hey, we're going to talk about Doctor Who. We're going to talk about the latest Doctor Who episode. There was one, the the annual, now the annual New Year's episode, thanks to Chibnall. Um, this year's episode, Revolution of the Daleks. Uh, I, let me just ref, let me just say one thing. I realized I was going through the list of all the uh, sort of the holiday special episodes. Um, doctor number 10 had six doctor number, uh, doctors 11 and 12 had four and now doctor number 13, this is her third, uh, holiday annual holiday episode. So will we get and a final one? From her? It might be the final from what we've been hearing. We, we, I don't know. I mean, maybe we'll touch on rumors real briefly at the end of this, but, uh, we can, we can talk about the episode, uh, revolution of the Daleks. Let me go over a quick synopsis for those of you. See- Really quick, Matt Smith and Karen Gillen were doing something. Uh, I don't know if it was charity or stream or whatever. And they were, oh no, I'm sorry, it was Billy Piper and Matt Smith. Oh, yeah. And um, and they were talking about how Captain Jack's coming back. And they were like, well, wait, why is it? Why, well, why have they asked us back? And Matt Smith's like, oh, it's probably the post. And then they said, wait, why is it on New Year's now? And they were both like, oh no, it seems like a step down. Oh, step down from Christmas. I love it. Love it, and they're right to say it. Yes, yes, yes. Although I, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm actually. If this is the quality we're going to get every Doctor Who holiday special, they may want to just move it to fucking March or something. Because I mean, as far away from the holiday season, sucking all the joy out of it would be great. Thank there's you. Been, there have been a couple that were okay, though. I mean, obviously the the uh, was it the um, the husbands of River Song that was. Yeah, oh no, I think he just means Chibi on New Year's. Oh, I'm yeah. talking about the Chibi efforts. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't. And, and you said it's uh, it was three for what uh, for um, three for thirteen. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I think this is two. No, there's three. Did she debut on the holiday? Uh, the uh, no, no, she didn't. She did not. 
No, dude, I think, I think, I think, yeah. So what was, what what was the first one? That was the one where, um, uh, Dr. Graham, Ryan and yeah, and uh, Yaz are they're the one where they go to I think it was it, it's an archaeologist. Remember the archaeologist one? They were that deadly intelligent intelligence that was sort of asleep and it was somewhat unintentionally. It's so forgettable that that's why I, I literally have blanked it. All I can remember is the two shitty Dalek ones. Well, this, yeah, me too. This I was thought the shitty only... Dalek one. This was the shitty Dalek one that was the ancient intelligence. And you had Spyfall part one. And then uh, yeah, Red but they weren't Christmas special. They weren't holiday specials. Oh no, Spyfall wasn't holiday. That was the beginning of the season. Spyfall, yeah, yeah, but it was on January first. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. No, I'm it wasn't. looking at the Wikipedia page. It was. It January doesn't count 1st. as a holiday special, dude. Holiday uh, special, all encompassing, one story. Boom. You we Sorry. wish. We hope. Okay, uh, then let's hope it ends it too. Although I mean, this was on New Year's Day, and it, they had initially advertised it as the holiday special and then they said oh but it's also the kickoff to the season Ta-da. um anyways i'll i'll let this slide let the comments uh and the our, our faithful listeners yell at one of us um all of us and that'll be fine i will say one thing i've been listening i don't know if you guys caught the second season of oh my um, god you're David right Henry. yeah duh no no i apologize you owe me uh, you owe me a Marcus beer. Have you ever decided on actually having a like craft beer named Marcus? <laughs> that would be pretty. No, no but um, might end up owning a pub at some point. So there you go. See Marcus beer. Um, the, so basically, Jibnell's been making New Year's Day suck for three years. Three years You're right. I am so sorry, Dolly. I say corrected, even though Skyfall uh, or Skyballs or whatever the hell it's called. <laughs> Um, it doesn't like actually it. count as it because uh, it was wasn't even uh, a long you know a long episode was it? Right. No, it was just no. a yeah. yeah. Um, the David Tennant uh, season two series uh, podcast series has, has been great. Billy Piper was on there, uh, and they talked a little bit about Doctor Who, and I thought it was fantastic. So definitely check it out. David Tennant has been awesome in everything he does. Okay, let's talk about this episode. Speaking of of New Year's. I'm going to go over the quick Wikipedia synopsis because it's a quicker one. Revolution of the Daleks, January the 1st of 2021. Um, uh, directed by, let's see, I think it was Chibnall was the director or was he the writer? You know, he was, he was the writer, written by Chibnall, directed by Lee Haven Jones. Uh, the This takes place essentially right after the finale of last, uh, last year, last season. The reconnaissance Dalek from Resolution uh, is... Uh, uh, which is the the one from two seasons back or two holiday specials back is uh, if you guys remember we were just talking about the ancient intelligence is intercepted by you remember Jack Robertson he was that sort of billionaire American billionaire guy and he defund he uh, was funding a defense drone and decided to use the the exterior of this Dalek with um, some uh, you know artificial intelligence to turn it into a defense drone and he was u- working with Joe I think her name was Joe Patterson who is going to be the new prime minister, blah, blah, blah. And, uh, hey, cool, we have these defense drones. They look oddly familiar, but don't worry, there's no Dalek inside except for the fact that Leo, who was the scientist, had found some biological material in one of the, in that reconnaissance Dalek and was cloning it and realized, oh, crap, i got to burn these things. Oops, too late. They multiplied and cloned, and now the Daleks are back, and they inhabited the, the Dalek drones. So in the meantime... The doctor is still missing. She's over in jail because she was taken by the, was it the Jadun that took her at the end of last season? Uh, 
So Graham and uh, and 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 Ryan are, are hanging out, and they see a video of these reconnaissance drones, and they talk to Yaz, and they say, "Yes, take a look at this." And and they come to find out that you know, obviously, the whole Dalek um, the Dalek link is there. Uh, the Doctor, being in prison, um, is rescued by another Jack, Captain Jack. There were two Jacks in this one. Interesting. Captain Jack rescues her uh, in kind of a weird roundabout way. There's some little hints at some uh, past Doctor Who characters are in there. Doctor rescues her. They go back to Earth, meet up with uh, Yaz and uh, and Graham and the crew and, and Ryan. And Doctor, I'm I'm back. I've only been gone for a little bit. And like, oh, sorry, you've been gone for like. Dolly, 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 time out. Too Love you, brother. It's just it's just you sending me a naughty to sleep here, not because yeah, of your no voice. Problem. Love your voice. Please, I could listen to you read the pretty okay. book. I'll, it's I'll, the it of the show. It's the bloody show. Let me. Let, I, I will end it at this. The uh, they brought back a Dalek, uh, and they've they've turned a bunch of drones and into Daleks. Oh, and go to Wikipedia. Doctor. I mean, if you're a Doctor Who fan, you probably watched this travesty anyway. So you know what? <laughs> Read this synopsis. I don't okay. want to hear this there anymore. I, I needed really it so that I could remember it. Okay, we're hey, good. I don't want to remember. I do want to remember. I just this can't. is it's like it's been wiped from my brain. I like started, a, a, not even yeah. wiped. It didn't make an impact. All right, I started watching this, uh, rewatching this earlier after our text conversation. Yep. I nodded off. Ten minutes in, I woke up. I got to do this again, and the only way I could get through any of it was by streaming Harry Enfield videos, who's a nineteenth <laughs> British uh, comedian, to my iPad and watching those while the show was going on in the background, because that's how bad the show was. It wasn't. It, it just. It's a nothing. Of an episode, mm -hmm. an absolute goddamn nothing. There is no joy, no excitement. The I, actually, there is one moment of joy. Starts with Captain Anton Jack. He is the only good yeah. thing about that starting episode. The mm -hmm. cast yeah, don't give really. a shit. Two of them are already checked out. Tosin Cole's already off to do his Showtime HBO whatever the hell series. Mm -hmm. He's like, screw you guys. I'm going to learn to ride a bike in America. Uh, Bradley, you know, um, Bradley, what's his face? He's he's like, you know, yes, I'm off to do my new my my game shows and uh, Law and Order UK or whatever else he does. Um, yeah, and uh, yeah, I mean, it was it was just a damp lettuce of an uh, you know a damp moldy lettuce of an episode. The best part of the episode, in my opinion, outside Jack, was when uh, he walks up to the doctor and he goes. Where you been? And she's basically like, "Well, I found out my whole planet was destroyed, and the master killed everybody again. It was a whole thing." And they don't miss a beat. There's no reaction. There's nothing. He's just like, "And how does that make you feel?" That one I want to catch her. Just like, oh my god. Uh, the, the, I, I mean, the interesting thing about that is Jack already thought that Gallifrey was gone mm -hmm. because he hasn't been part of the Doctor Who universe yeah. all the way through. You know, uh, he missed out on uh, Matt Smith. He missed out on Peter Capaldi. So he doesn't know that Gallifrey came back and then was popped into a microverse and then pulled out of a microverse and blah, 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 blah. So, I mean, I can understand him not perhaps having a reaction because they're like, yeah, you were bitching about this. Yeah, you were bitching about this a decade ago when you were David Tennant. But it wasn't Jack. God, no. Jack would not have this reaction. Jack. It was, uh, it was um, what is his name? Her her companion, the young guy, uh, Ryan. Oh, yeah. Ryan! It was Ryan. Oh, okay. Ryan's had to dock down in the TARDIS because, like, the show was trying to be like, oh, that's right. Yes. Okay, yes. No, no, hell no, Jack wouldn't do that. No, no, no. It was no feelings. Uh, 
uh, Ryan down there. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I need I, I need one of those yes. drugs from uh, from Torchwood, the uh, retcons. So they had Torchwood references in this by Jack, and I thought those were great. And that was like one of the only highlights. I I, I mean, <clears throat> I miss Torchwood even more now. By the way, um, I'm going to say this in the in, in it's I, I'm echoing your sentiment. This was a boring episode, okay? And I bring it up, uh, and I, I mentioned it to Marcus before you logged on a second ago, Sean. Um, Kudos to Chibnall for only making a boring episode and not making a truly bad episode. This is a forgettable episode, which for Chibnall is high praise. I think, I, I think unfortunately, it's a it's a double whammy in that it, it's a bad episode. It is a it's not a good um, episode by any stretch of imagination. It's it could bear it could just about scratch the mediocre uh, line. Yeah, it, I put it being generous. Mediocrity, sure, sure, but it's it could, it's basically. The biggest sin is that after three years of Chibnall, none of us can be bothered. Mm -mm. After being lifelong fans of this series, none of us can work up the energy to get irked and critique this episode because it yeah. is yeah. just like watching paint dry. And it's it's a paint color that you didn't really want in the first place. Yeah. I um, And then I was reminded of the terrible plot points at the end of the last season. Mm -hmm. She, I guess, was in jail for however long, 19 years or something, right? Um, where you think she'd have a lot of time to process all this because she literally counts the walls or counts, yeah, counts the walls, goes to her cell and back. <laughs> and then she gets out and she's just like, ah, what, what does this make me? I don't, I don't know. Everybody's gone again. Oh, and by the way, I'm not really a time lord. I'm the genesis of my whole species. So everything I've ever known why. Uh, hmm, so I don't, I don't really know. It's just like the dumbest, like, uh, I had forgotten all about it. And I, I, I was, God, you're right. I forgot about the timeless child. Oh, and I when, when, when had that episode just, um, where, where he, um, was in the castle and had to smash through that diamond hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, wall with hand. So good. That was billions of years. Yeah. And that was gripping, scary TV. With a really satisfying uh, ending, that you know, unfortunately, much like the rest of uh, Moffat's tenure, didn't really pay off the way we want. You know, we the way we hoped it would, but that was much. Uh, that was that was that was how you handle Doctor in Jail. Yeah, that, that's how it works. I mean, oh, um, I, it's day nine, day day whatever it is of year nineteen or whatever. And how am I going to go to sleep tonight? By starting to read Harry Potter to myself. Reciting Harry Potter all over again. Yeah. Yeah. And the first book. I mean. It's. Uh, I suppose he thought he was being clever. And that, I, that doesn't bother me as much. I, I just. I know we railed on him a lot. Justifiably in a lot of ways at the time. But oh my God. Like you go back and watch the Moffat stuff. And. And it had heart, man, and it had energy, and it was compelling TV, and, like, the mysteries were were good. I mean, the payoff was bleh. But, like, compared to this dude and this cast, like, oh, there's just no heart. There's no heart, and there's no energy, and there's just, like you said, it's like paint dry. It's just going through the motions. It's like, oh, there's the Dalek again. Oh, okay, maybe we can absorb the whole thing. Nope, we're on to another thing now. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't really make any sense. Well, oh, oh, we're already past it again. Uh, it... 
It's uh, three long seasons of Cyber Woman. Yeah, it's it is. Uh, you could rename this uh, this episode, this New Year's episode, as Doctor Who episode. And that's it. I mean, Doctor Who episode. I mean, you don't need any other descriptor because there isn't anything. It just it feels it feels like so many missed opportunities because of Jack. Uh, which I thought would have been really cool if they actually fully utilized him, but no, they didn't. They just kind of threw him in at the beginning a little bit and had him kind of sprinkled out here and there. But you know, and they paired him with the wrong characters. Yeah, they paired him with the wrong characters. They um, they brought some of the old costumes out of the uh, the BBC vaults for the Ood and for the uh, you know the adipose and all that kind of stuff. And I'm like, oh great, yeah. <clears throat> the silence. I'm like, come on, God, you could have could have really done something cool, but no, they're just. It's literally just a, hey, check this out. And then I think um, you bring up a good point, Sean, in that whole, you know, the doctor wondering what she's become, right? What have I become? She, uh, and, and as you were speaking, I was kind of thinking about this. She is very, she vocalizes all of her internal thinking. Like that's this doctor is, okay, well, uh, you know, I'm, um, this can't be it. Well, this can't be it. She's like thinking out loud nonstop, right? That's all she does is think out loud nonstop. Uh, Peter Capaldi's doctor like talked, like thought at people, like basically like uh, was the fatherly figure, the grandfatherly figure, the uncle. He'd like tried to talk to people to get them to do things. Then you had Matt Smith and David Tennant and they're kind of their own little quirky ways. But this doctor has been all about, let me tell you everything that I'm thinking and it's the writing has been horrible because then it's not a prison. It's a prison for us to listen to her vocalize all of her internal dealings. You know, they did the um, they did the beginning of Capaldi with you know, am I a good man, Clara? Yeah, yeah. And you had two previous through lines with Smith, especially with Smith, but with Tennant, where this now was an older version of them mm-hmm. who had been trends lore and a hundred other things and was just tired. Of yeah. it. And yeah. he had a bit of a identity crisis because he did some shit and he saw some shit. And then at the end of that, he got to the point where he needed to get, which like, yeah, of course you're a good man. Like, yeah. but a lot of that had been what he had been through and age and time or whatever. Yep. This, and maybe I'm biased because I, I hate the timeless child thing so much that it actually, it actually mm-hmm. threatens to derail my enjoyment of other episodes of Doctor Who. Um, like when, um, uh, 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 Davies had done his watch along last year and he did the journey or journey's end or whatever. No, whatever mm-hmm. the end of the David Tennant was with a big group of people. And he's like, man, look at this. We brought the whole crew together. Kind of takes away a little bit of the urgency of the moment yeah. when there were yeah. like 5 million other doctors floating around out in the universe. But what can you do about that now? And it's like, even Davies was just yeah. like, just, but now we have this, this doctor who's like, oh man. So uh, my people are gone again, but that doesn't seem to really bother me, even though I've spent the last 900 years looking for them. Um, who am I? And what does this make me? Mm-hmm. It's like, no, 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 no. You have not earned that. That is horseshit. That is not, no. This is not Capaldi all over again. Nothing you have done, none of your heroic deeds, none of the bad has, none of that is undone by this. This doesn't mm-hmm. change who you were just because you can't remember, apparently, this guy gave you five million other incarnations. Like, it just rings so hollow to me, like so much of this tenure. Like it just, yeah. It's none of it is earned. It's just, mm-hmm. it's just superficial. And it drives it me really crazy. is. Yeah. 
it's i mean we're kind of we're we're at i mean we're at a loss to say more only because it's not it wasn't a memorable episode they cued in on on the jack robertson character which i'm not a fan of uh and uh yeah and again they just kind of brush away what could have been what is an an incredible threat like the daleks and it's very typical by by the way of bbc and what they do with doctor who and that they have the daleks come in and they wipe out half of humanity and everybody forgets about them can we talk about how i don't know what marcus went to get i don't know maybe he's gonna go the nerf gun to show and tell yeah oh there Uh, you go yeah basically the first version of the christmas episode yeah yeah that was written by I think by by Moffat um, with Winston Churchill and yeah, yeah, yeah. the only primaries who didn't get 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 killed. But yeah, remember these guys? And we thought, oh, these guys are kind of okay. And then um, you know Moffat the never drones, again. But uh, World War II, that, right? Yeah, yeah, the World War Two one. I mean the um, the Ironsides they were called. But this episode didn't just liber- liberally borrow from previous episodes of Who. It just went in with an ice cream scoop and carved really shit did. out. Um, we've seen the Dalek commandos who uh, who erase, you know, any un-Dalek-y, you know, uh, the, the non-true Daleks. We've seen those before. We've seen the down- Daleks outside uh, Downing Street before because, you know, they were, uh, you know, like Sean said, um, the Daleks, you know, the Battle of Canary Wharf, the only person who didn't remember the Battle of Canary Wharf was Donna Noble because mm-hmm. she'd been on a bender, mm-hmm. um, and that I can, you know, that I can accept. But then the rest yep. of the country, no right. reason why they they would. Um, and I mean, let me say, I do like, I did like the design of the the Dalek. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Compared to um, something kind of cool. Remember that last redesign? <clears throat> oh yeah. I think I'm the only one that didn't hate the Power Ranger looking Daleks. I always oh, they were kettled, dude, you know the it. Power Ranger Dalek. Um but no, I thought that the redesign actually wasn't too bad. Um the blue lights mm-hmm. um looked again you know kind of cool. Um but they they were secondary. Mm-hmm. I mean the you know the 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 things that were inside them. I mean it it, it felt like he'd written when he wrote, he wrote this, say three years ago, for that first uh, New Year's special, mm-hmm. found he had twenty minutes over of storyline and decided to pad it out mm. to a full forty-five, and then say, "Oh look, I've got here we go, I've got it, I've got this episode." After he put like maybe twenty minutes of work into it, um, it just it was a, a sequel nobody wanted to a holiday special that was diabolically bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I um, I can totally like Moffat hand waved away a lot of that stuff with the cracks in the universe, which is kind of like why humanity didn't remember all kinds of shit from Tenant's era. Totally fine. Um, but this t- the thing about Chibs is like he seems to pick and choose. Like I'm a huge continuity fan, except everything that happened with Capaldi and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. Um, and now in this case, the higher ups of the UK government having apparently never seen a Dalek before and like rolling them out on primetime TV and then be, Oh no, how could this have happened? And then (laughs) I told you guys on the side, I was like, Oh, maybe Jim's laying the groundwork here. We're going to have like a new Harriet Jones. We're going to have like an evil sort of prime minister for the new season. Maybe the doctor will have an earth based big bet. Nope. Nope. Like it's introduced in the first five minutes dead by the 45th. (laughs) And that is the problem is the guy has no self-control. 
No, no, no good pacing. Like n- moments never, they're either over explained to you or they never get time to breathe or both. And the arc he does do, um, the Times Child and whatever else, mm-hmm. is so, it's like, it's like he does these things to do them, to make a, to make his mark. But the problem is you can't do things to do them and make your mark sure. and completely yeah. change the show if the rest of your stuff isn't good. Moffat did some crazy shit that had people like upset about the long-term continuity and, and back in the day, whatever, like when Clara went in Smith's timeline or whatever else. But he had enough good surrounding that, like characters we were invested in, companions we liked, stories that were fun. Like, uh, this is Moffat, just... Moffat wrote some of the best, too. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. claimed to have written some of the best Torchwood. And I, yeah. I mean, Moffat. That's why he weaseled some torture stuff in there, which was heartbreaking for me. Well, I mean, I, I, I hope that. I, look, I the one thing I didn't like about Moffat, oh, well, there's a couple of things I didn't like about Moffat, as you know, but he annexed off that, that the, the RTD uh, yeah. universe. Yeah. And that, I felt, was a negative. Mm-hmm. Uh, he brought some of it back, obviously, for Day of the Doctor. Mm-hmm. Um but he was so determined to go his own way. And look, he created some good stuff. Absolutely. I mean, yes, did he? I mean, he left us with blue balls on too many occasions. Whereas Chibnall wants me to cut off my balls. <laughs> I don't feel anything down there ever again. Um, but, you know, Chibnall now seems to be the anti Moffat the way Moffat sure, was sure. Russell Davis. And it, Neither of those tactics work. Doctor Who only works when you embrace all the previous regenerations, when you re- re- uh, embrace previous versions of the TARDIS, previous enemies, previous companions. Um, because Doctor Who, Torchwood, and Sarah Jane Adventures are all on HBO Max now in yeah. one convenient spot. I started watching the Sarah Jane Adventures. Um, oh, I'm going to have to do that. I'm going to have to do that. Yeah, yeah. You can tell that it's written by, or it's controlled by Russell T. Davis, and some of the episodes are written by him um, because it comes in um, towards the end of uh, of uh, David Tennant's run. Mm-hmm. But it has the same feel that Torchwood at its best does. It has the same feel that Doctor mm-hmm. Who during the Tennant run in particular had. It felt like these were all parts of this universe that touched into each other. And one of the things that the Moffat, like I said, did wrong was to build a fucking invisible wall around all of them. And now Chibnall is, like I said, he's perhaps you know, trying to go back and, and do it, but he's not earned it. He's not earned anything mm. with regards to anybody he brings in. There's no gravitas. I mean, yes, you'd imagine the Doctor would be rescued by Captain Jack. But so easily after that, it's like 19 years, and oh, I stuck, I stuck a little frisbee thing, flibbles, fluble, whatever the hell it was, <laughs> up my butt. And now we're gonna, and now we're gonna run. Oh, okay, let's let's redo, you know, the the, the jokes from the uh, that reality, uh, the uh, reality show uh, episode, which was the last mm-hmm. one of uh, Eccleston's run. Uh, oh yeah, the, oh, yeah. yeah. the parting of the ways, I think it was. Um, so, and, and I mean, like I said, I just. What can you say? I mean, I'm more excited about the stand on CBS at All Access. I'm more excited about WandaVision on Disney+. Mm. Plus. Okay. I've enjoyed The Mandalorian a thousand times more than any episode of Who. 
since Capaldi left. Um, and it's, I mean, it's got the stage where the only time I can enjoy Doctor Who now is when I watch the, the, the you know, the pre, the previous uh, in, incarnations. And look, it's no, you know, I don't mean to be, you know, uh, you know mean to Jodie Whittaker. It's not her fault. She's been working with dog shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, I mean, it's got the stage where when she leaves, and I really hope that Chibnall leaves with her because, I mean, we're, we're, we're expecting that she'll be gone at the end of this this season. That's the, um, That's the supposed news, right? Um, there is no way that Chibnall should be allowed to bollocks up uh, as a, a new Doctor. Assuming we even get one. We, we might not. We're a doctor who might go on hiatus. Mm. They might turn around and say, well, with COVID and everything else and diminishing returns, we might actually pull Doctor Who for the foreseeable future because we didn't, you know, we, we had a, 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 a season last year. Um, I don't think we had one the year before. Um, right, correct. Yeah. 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 It's We had Whitaker's first season, I think, and then we had like a year hiatus and then, then we had her second season. Yeah. And now we've got a truncated eight episode season, I think, yep, this like that, uh, towards yeah. the end of this year. Yeah. And look, I understand, you know, COVID's causing problems in the entertainment industry. But given the way the BBC's going, I would really not be surprised mm-hmm. unless they did something really smart like ask Russell T. Davis to come and oversee and, tr- and troubleshoot uh, right. and put a little bit of the magic back into it. Because I think that- what we're, we're at the point right now where we. I mean, we feel like we want to want something from Doctor Who. We all we all want something really kind of cool in different ways. And, and the BBC is not doing it because they have a showrunner who um, who doesn't really understand what modern Who needs to be. Right? References to old stuff, but that's not necessarily you know. Um, I'd love to. I'd almost love to see a anth- anthological anthology series of doctor who where you just take a different showrunner different director and say you could do whatever you want let's get somebody from you know people from the u.s people from the uk people from europe right, let's, let's not talk ridiculous here let's keep the <laughs> out. All right, i will just say torchwood miracle day that's what happens when the americans get involved in the hoovers and let's go back even further doctor who eric roberts is the master fox television special let's Listen, talk Julia about roberts that. brother no um, I don't. I don't care. I don't care if he's no, if Julia Roberts herself. Let's just let's just set one golden rule: Harry Potter cannot be American. James Bond cannot be American. Doctor Who can't have American input. I'm sorry. I love you guys. Love you guys so much. I'm you know I'm in the middle of doing my citizenship, but fuck no. There are I, certain things you cannot dick with. I think that with with Chibnall having that Torchwood background. Um, I, I think that's why we ended up with an ensemble. One of the reasons we ended up with an ensemble cast for Doctor Who, because he wants to make Doctor Who a team story as opposed to a central figure story. And we we really believe that Doctor, I mean, I believe, and a lot of fans believe Doctor Who should be about, the, the show is called Doctor Who, not Doctor Who and Friends, right? And, and I think that's, to me, that is what we really need to end up you know, understanding and going forward with. So he doesn't have the skill set to write an ensemble Mm -hmm. because in the past when he's written for, whether it be Torchwood or who he had somebody like Russell T Davis. Yeah. True. Giving him a framework and pre-existing characters. Now he's created these characters. And I think it speaks volumes to the actors involved that (laughs) 
these characters have become very memorable in various ways when all Chibnall's just done is probably written the blankest of blank outlines and tick, tick boxes for, okay, so we've got two women, we've got two, two men, we've got old white man, we've got um, Indian, British uh, mm-hmm. uh, girl, boom. We've got a uh, British, uh, uh, a black British uh, man, boom, and boom, 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 and that's it. It's ticked his boxes, and he probably said to the yeah. to, to the to the um, to the actors, "All right, so there you go. Just go off and create whatever you want, because I've got nothing for you. Because you can't create a character to save his life." And going to one companion is a is a positive. Um, I I would have rather preferred to be Graham uh, instead of Yes. What's that too? Oh, the, 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 the oh, never mind. I'm sorry, you're right. Too. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. John Bishop is coming in, and we'll talk about John Bishop in a minute. Actually, okay. let's talk about right. John Bishop. I will so, say, uh, I, I would be. I do want to talk about him in a second. Um, I would be surprised if. So, it's reversed. Jody mm-hmm. deserves better. She yeah. should stay. He should go. It is a shame that it is reversed. I have not read anything where he's leaving. Um, it's like when you have a, a really bummer. good coach. And uh, a really bad coach and a really good star player. <laughs> and it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if he's planning to stick around to the 60th and then do like Ugh. put his put his creative control over the 60th and then get out. Which is coming um, up. Is that crazy? It's coming up in like a year and a half, two years. Yeah, I don't. I don't think so. I think. I think. And but it's look, not doing listen to this podcast. You can't stand Chibnall. Start writing the BBC. Get a. Uh, Get a pro, get everybody get uh, petitions going to, to get him removed at the end of the season. The unwritten rule is when a doctor leaves, a showrunner leaves, mm-hmm. unless yeah. you're Stephen Moffat. Mo- Moffat's, Moffat's the exception, but I mean, that's generally the sort of like uh, the, the, the clean break because I mean, Moffat stayed for and Davis, stayed. now that I think about it. Davis ended left with, with Tennant, being leave with Eccleston. No, you're right. Okay. Actually, I scratch that then. I'm totally wrong. <laughs> I just wish that this doctor would leave this uh, this writer would leave when his doctor leaves. That's what it is. So maybe it is that he's waiting for the he's waiting for the you know to, to have his double whammy. But he should be uh look, let's face it, the trend right now is for one term. Mm-hmm. Give him one term and vote him out. I agree. But and then impeach him. <laughs> impeach him. Yeah. This whole thing was a fever dream as Capaldi regenerated. This, none of this ever happened. Um, the ratings are, are fine. Like the New Year's show, yeah, I'm looking at it now. Like it was the same as Spyfall. So like they're down from their highest highs, but the show isn't cratering out. You know, it seems to have stabilized between six and seven million viewers. So I, 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 <laughs> I feel like a, an angry old man yelling at a cloud for, for something that I no longer understand. Um, and I would love to talk to these people who enjoy the show because mm-hmm. I don't currently get it. And I've told you guys this before. Yeah. I got my wife involved and she was super into it. And then she now she she's like, do I have to watch that with you on New Year's? And I was like, well, you don't have don't to. I watch not um, watch it anymore. She loves it. She kind of half watched it with me. Yeah. And then she uh, – and we were t- I told her today we were texting the prep for the episode – and I was like, yeah, we can't remember it or whatever. And her response to that, Mr. B was like, oh, probably because it was garbage. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's true. No, it's true. And she's like, she doesn't remember. She's just like, it, it's just, oh, it's just forgettable. And this show should not be forgettable of all shows. Like, 
yes, in a 13-episode season, sure, maybe an episode here and there, but I should not struggle to remember the companions' names, and I should not struggle to remember the beats. Uh, I, I just, to, I'm an avid fan of all of this. I'm, 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 I was a junkie for this. I, I pre-ordered the, yeah. I don't even know if they came out, but I pre-ordered the audiobooks, like Tennant and, and, um, and who he's getting back to with and everything like that, like Big Finish. Like, I'm all over it, and I cannot, I, I feel bad that I, I, I dislike this as much sure. as I do. Or nothing it, I guess, which is probably yeah. worse. It's not like I'm hate watching it. I'm I'm watching it in this desperate hope that it's finally gonna start clicking and Jody's gonna have her doctor moments and the companions aren't gonna be one note. Like what's Yaz's character? She used to be a cop and now she's obsessed with the doctor. Doctor yeah, who was I'm only gone for ten months. And she was gone for ten months and it was just like <laughs> It would oh, be interesting. I can't, I can't believe you did that. Yeah, you imagine yeah. Yaz goes, it, it, uh, starts to, to turn against the uh, against the doctor. I mean, if we had a better master or a better writing for the master, like that the would master. be something. Oh, if the master hadn't been wasted in that entire <laughs> last season, um, somebody would get in Yaz's ear and sort of like turn that obsession into a real sort of like hatred of the doctor. That sure. would be an interesting thing. But um, let me just share something with you that um, Chris Chibnall has presided over the lowest-rated Doctor Who episode in 31 years. Was that this latest one? No, it wasn't. It was last year. It was Nikola Tesla's Night of Terror. Oh, okay. 4 million viewers in the 4.04 4. million viewers in the UK. Um, then you have to go back to season 23 of September 1986, wow. Wow. which I think there was a Sylvester McCoy one. Um the Mysterious Planet Part 4 only had 3.7 million viewers tuning in. Now, and the I Tesla episode, if I remember correctly, the Tesla episode wasn't, we didn't think it was horrible. We just thought it was just like, eh, it's whatever, it's an episode. Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it, and look, you know, in, to, to be fair, it was no um, monster laying an egg in, in, in the shape of a moon and then <laughs> chatting out. <laughs> Thank God, nothing is. Well, oh man, so that episode, episode was like being so like so deadly that they can wipe out an army of of their weird clones. That actually, I don't know if you guys thought they looked like Daleks in the tanks. I didn't think they looked like them. I thought they looked like some weird alien squid shit, but not Daleks. Um, and then get tri- <laughs> get tripped like Laurel and Hardy style. Get tricked into like going into that yeah. second TARDIS, mm-hmm. and then all of them, all of them, fucking swarmed into it. And then just white, like it just implodes on itself with no consequences. Just- well, because remember they called up. They're like, "What? What can beat a Dalek? Uh, even worse, Dalek." No, I'm saying all those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. And she went. In the, I assume she got them from somewhere around the time war. I don't know. Um, I actually thought that was kind of neat, like using the Daleks to fight the Daleks. Yeah, if that. it was, if it was worked out better, because she said, "I this is a great idea," but I have no idea how to get rid of them. Watching a whole army of them swarm into a, a TARDIS like a bunch of morons, yeah. <laughs> like all of them. Oh, so it looks. It, lo- it looked like a cut, a bad cutscene from the Battle of Canary Wharf. Yeah, <laughs> when they were all like World War into the, uh, in, into the, vo- yeah, the void. Like four of them just putzing around the old control room, like yeah. So, Revolution of the right. Dalek final official viewing figures for the UK, because obviously we know nobody else, no, no other planet, uh, country uh, matters. 
6.25 million viewers, so which no made it than... it made it the uh, the second most watched show of the day in the UK, which isn't really saying anything right now. The fact uh -uh. that it was, uh, I mean, one New Year's Day is not traditionally a big TV day. It's Christmas Day is, is the big one. Maybe sure. it, it's also a damning indictment of perhaps the the the, the lack of confidence the higher ups have in the mm. BBC, where they've turned around and said, "No, you can't. You can't pull down our schedule." I mean, it would literally be a black hole that uh, around our you know mm -hmm. uh, viewing figures, the, the, and you, it would suck everybody in. But um, yeah, it was, and that six point two five takes wow. into account my player as well. Mm. Um, it was only watched by 4.69 million viewers on the day, under mm. 5 million, which for a Doctor Who on a, on a day when there was call elves, that's got to have, have people worrying. And maybe they'll, you know, maybe they'll, they'll, they'll look to bring somebody in now who actually has a clue and isn't going to um, pander to the likes of the fans, the, 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 you know, the minority fans like us. Mm. Oh, they already have that. There was some rumor going around that they tried to bring in other showrunners, but nobody wanted the gig, and that's why they landed with Chibs. But I don't, I don't know. How I don't know. I mean, that would suck. But, but you know what, what Dali said about an anthology. I mean, maybe doing two stories a year, two yeah. feature-length stories, specials yeah. a year. Well, yeah. uh, one around Christmas, yeah. one maybe in uh, in September. Um, to you know, that, that can then perhaps lead back into you know, maybe the, the episodic nature needs to go away. Maybe it has been, you know, it's like you know, let it cool down for a bit. We, we a did that years. with uh, with Tenant, remember? That, yeah, Tenant for, for a year or two there, yeah. And I mean, the the, the Tenant ones, I mean, the the obvious special that the next doctor was great, totally mm -hmm. threw, threw everybody for a loop. Mm -hmm. Uh, the waters of Mars was outstanding, yeah, and then it rolled into um. That rolled into the you know the the the, the double header of his farewell. We the less said about the one with the double decker bus in the middle of the desert planet. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was that was pretty atrocious. But uh, yeah, um, let's yeah. No, I, let's 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 give this a rating out of uh, five Dalek clones. What do you guys give it, Marcus? Um, I say watch WandaVision instead. All right. <laughs> good. That's a good, good rating. Your <laughs> rating is to watch another show. Sure. But watch WandaVision, uh, Mandalorian, or The Stand. One of the, any of those three, way better. Two out of five, probably. Yeah, I'm going to give it a two out of five I as well. It wasn't, we've seen some genuinely terrible stuff. This was just boring. boring. It was, it was boring. boring. Mm -hmm. And it was a continuation of the stuff we didn't like, but it wasn't like it, it could have amazingly it could have been worse um, and the i for like me the, I'm, like the finale of last season <clears throat> i think um no no i'm sorry i uh, uh uh i think the the reason it was the two out of five was it was just boring and and the way they handled um graham and ryan uh because ryan no, yeah. ryan, ryan has this this condition right and we, we they, they talked about it in the first like two three episodes of her tenure here and then it disappears just like uh uh wanda's uh um uh in the marvel her uh accent accent yeah and then it comes roaring back at the very end the very last episode and 
And Ryan says, yeah, you know what, doctor? Um, I'm just kind of pissed off at you for, uh, uh, you know, for being away for 10 months. Um, so yeah, I'm never, I'm never Amy and Rory are just like, I haven't seen you guys for like, like years, a couple years now, I think I can survive. Um, sorry, no. Uh, but, uh, yeah. So, and, and, and he and Graham just kind of, you know, the whole biking bike riding thing, just, it, it, it felt like a bad way to, it felt twee. It felt, it felt it was just a horrible way to kind of send them off. It felt like I mean they're they're united because of um, Ryan's was his uh, his nan right is that what it was and and Graham and there so there's this connection that you think would be there but they they don't do it successfully. So and if we didn't think there was a connection, they literally put the woman who's the connection. They put a ghost in front of them. So that he could ride his bike towards his grand, and then it'd be, yeah. all right, grandpa, yeah. and it'd be this, that, and the other, and oh, we've got our psychic paper, and oh, coming up next, you know, Ryan and Granddad save the world. I mean, it it was. He only knows one way to do things, and that's with a freaking mallet. Well, let's talk. Go ahead. Let's talk about John Bishop. That's what I was going to mention. Let's talk about John let's Bishop. Talk about the next comedian, the, the the next comedian, because John Bishop is famous. I mean, he's a TV TV host um, uh, in the UK. He's done, I think, some sort of some reality TV type things uh, or quiz shows, or whatever. But he's also a very very funny stand up comedian. He's, uh, uh, I think, he's from Liverpool. Uh, yeah, I think. think he's um, you think this is a ploy for them to get viewers to come back because? They weren't doing anything with uh, with Ryan and Graham, even though Graham was lightly the more popular one. Uh, they they kind of squandered that, and they thought we got to bring some, got to bring another name in there because Yaz alone won't be enough, and you can't have, you know, you can't have two older dudes on the show with Graham and John Bishop. So I mean, I, it kind of feels to me like let's just throw this hail mary pass out there and see if we can get somebody. I mean, what do you guys? What are your um, thoughts? I mean, that's, I mean, that's just television. It is, yeah, but having just watched some of his, uh, you know, stand-up performances, and he's a regular on the Graham Norton show. If uh, and you can find lots of good clips of, uh, of his stuff on there. Um, I don't know how the da- dynamics going to work. Um, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I mean, they have. I mean, I'm trying to think back with regards to the, you know, when the reboot started, Billy Piper. Was a the the first like name companion sure, yeah. that they had. Everybody else was an unknown until they brought in Matt Lucas as Nardol mm. for that final season, and he was already a huge name. Well, Catherine Tate was big, I think. Well, Catherine Tate, Catherine Tate is actually yes, Catherine True, Tate, yeah. but that's three, um, and they were all sort of like within you know popular within the, you know, they were in with. With the exception of Piper, who I think they thought, uh, you know, she'd been famous as a teen uh, as a teen singer, they were kind of surprised. You know, it was a kind of surprising announcement because she hadn't really done uh, done that much since some little acting gigs. Uh, but Catherine Tate had a very popular comedy show. Um, Matt Lucas, very popular for for Little Britain mm-hmm. and a bunch of other stuff. I mean, he'd been around for a good 15, 20 years. Um, I just don't know how Bishop's going to click. And uh, look, it'll be interesting to have. You know, two women, one guy on the TARDIS. Um, somebody who, you know, he's a little bit younger than Graham. 
Uh, I think John Bishop you know, may be in his 40s. Um, it be interesting to see how that dynamic plays out on the doctor. Because, I mean, one of the things that we've always discussed is we've had, especially since this sort of like um, the reboots, we've had companions falling for the doctor. Yeah. Rose was one of them. Well, Rose was the, you know, the, 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 yeah, the, the big one. Um, so, you know, she got so desperate, they made her a, her, her own doctor. Um, and that might be interesting to see how that works. Um, I'm not sure if this perhaps, you know, the, the, this version of the doctor is a little too wacky um, to really, you know, carry that through. I'm not saying it's a, it's a necessity. God forbid it wasn't really a necessity the first time, but it did feel kind of organic after, you know, three, three, you know, three or so, so seasons with, with Rose and, and what they went through. And um, yeah, so I, I like John Bishop. I just don't know how this sort of like scouse scallywag mentality is is going to come in. Um, maybe he'll tone, you know, maybe it'll be toned down. Um, it looks like he's a bin man, like a like a like a garbage collector. Yeah, yep, yep. Uh, which again, nothing wrong, nothing wrong with that as a as a career. I mean, hey, uh, you know, needs the essential workers and all that. So. He might be more down to you know, like really down to earth. It doesn't not necessarily a brain box. So it'll be interesting to see how you know how they plug this in. But sure. he's only going to have eight episodes. Yeah. They generally again, I don't know. With the exception of um, you know, we had Billy Piper. She went through two doctors. Um, you can you know, he'll probably be much like Matt Lucas, one and done. Because he's also got a you know a career outside of this, but I don't know. I mean, I just can't find myself getting interested or excited about anything to do with Doctor mm -hmm. Who. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, normally by this time I'm jonesing for the new season to start, and I'm yeah. disappointed that it's not starting until September or whenever. But I watched that episode, tur turned it off, I'm, and I called to the wife and said, "You can come back out now. It's over." I'm just she got, she's going to watch it. She got she was watching it in the. Uh, you're watching TV in the bedroom, and I was watching it on the on the on the big screen. But I'm just tired. We're talking about how good the stand is on on CBS <laughs> on another podcast that we have to do. <laughs> or maybe you guys will come on my there Twitch show. Mm -hmm. Forward. Let's uh, final thoughts. Or final maybe you'll come on my. Uh, oh, I saw Sean's eye. It's time to get naughty with naughty. Ooh, there. Ooh, I like that. That's actually neat. well. Well, let's. Let's finish up. Um, any final thoughts uh, on this and any other Doctor Who stuff? Uh, just a, a couple minutes each. Anything that we want to mention before we uh, we hike our hike our shorts and, and, and move on out? It wouldn't. Do you want to see what I got for Christmas? <laughs> what was that? Do you want to see what I got for Christmas? Sure. Yeah. There you go. That's a good thing. All right, Naughty. You share your things. I'm gonna I'm gonna get the the wife. All right. Go ahead, Granddad. We'll Stop. wait for you. All right. I'm um, it wouldn't surprise me if they're going to, like, no one jibs in his his high regards for the Davies era, it seems. Mm -hmm. uh, he could envision this entirely as a gender reverse Donna Noble situation. Yeah. It, it, it probably won't be, I shouldn't say probably, I have no idea. But 54-year-old comes into the show from the world of comedy. Nobody expects a lot. Like, nobody, to my best recollection, people were not thrilled when Donna started. Mm -hmm. Um and I don't think people had any idea she would go on to be one of the best companions in the entire history of 
right. And so I, my guess is this guy who is either a maintenance guy, a delivery guy, a garbage man, whatever, uh, is probably going to be similar to that. It'll probably be a gender reverse thing for a season. Um, man, it would be wonderful if he elevates everybody around him. And if yeah. suddenly we get more characterization out of Yaz and to have three movie. of them in the TARDIS instead of four, maybe means he actually has to write them as characters and not just as these random people that bounce mm-hmm. words off of each other and have one note things like, I'm an old man, widower. I am a, used to be a cop who's obsessed with a doctor. I am a guy. I'm a guy. <laughs> like, no, and I then the I'm... doctor, who the hell, do, like, I guess she's whimsical and she's zany and she always helps people and she's a woman who i don't know i don't know i don't even like i'm three seasons in or whatever the hell it is i still don't really know how to describe her um fam see that's the word fam yeah you're my fam ain't you he's gonna be in the fam now so i'm the doctor and this is my fam minute i'm gonna give my give let me give my go ahead no, I, I'll, sorry, I'll just end it with, it was great to see Jack back, and I really hope, I really hope we're not going to get a whole season of another Doctor trying to find themselves because of this god-awful, retcon-destroying, series-burying, fucking timeless child plot shit. I'm, I'm just going to say that I, I just hope that they, if they're going to continue the timeless child stuff at some point, that they just go all in. If you're going to do something, don't just like dip your toe in it and then step back and forget about it and not talk about it. If you're going to go, just go all in and just see this story through. That's my only hope. Is I just want, and they avoided it. They avoided talking about it, like barely touched on it. At least it felt uh, the, the episode was so boring. Um, I, I, you know, we, we had Ruth, you know, Dr. Ruth, which was fantastic. She was the shining light of the last two seasons or last three seasons or whatever. Um, and the fact that we we haven't seen her since is a real bummer to me and, and her, the, her character and the swagger that she brought. So, yeah, if you're going to go in with something, don't just briefly mention it and kind of have residual ripples within the doctor. Go all in. Make this, a you know, just go make a whole, you know, eight episode arc, a soul searching arc. At the very end, the doctor says, I finally realize who I'm supposed to be or I am. Now let me go turn into somebody else. And then she walks in front of a bus. Yep. Or wouldn't it be cool? Wouldn't it be cool if John Bishop is actually the next variation of the doctor and he's come back to help this doctor figure out. So your companion is actually your future self. He's the Mobius doctor. Because that's fucking canon now. Yeah. I look, I'm still I'm still hoping that the um they take the Dallas route. Yeah, Um, and and I don't remember what Dallas is. I know it was rebooted on one of the channels. A couple of years ago, but we're talking about the 1970s version where a character was shot dead and the ratings tanked after his character was shot. And they brought him back by his wife getting up one day, going into the shower and seeing him standing there. And it had all been a dream. We're talking about what, 20, 30 episodes had all been a dream. Look up what he's doing in the shower. And that's how desperate I am that this, this is a. The, the doctor was re, was basically regenerating. And look, if you want to reach it, regenerate it into another female character. Jodie's leaving. Give give us another female character, but give us a, give us a decent writer to go with her, uh, so that you know, give us a frigging one legged leprechaun. 
as a character. I mean, I don't care, but let's have a, a somebody with a clear and concise vision that's not going to throw the baby out with the bathwater. That's not going to you know take a chainsaw to the entire existing universe and just smash it all down because oh, I'm an unoriginal hack who can't really do anything. So get a new writer and showrunner in. Get a new get a new female doctor in. Get a get Doctor Ruth. Maybe you know Doctor Ruth is if, if that's the way to go. That's the way to go. Yep. I, I'm I, hands up. I'm down with it. Go for it. Cool. Just make sure the writing's concise and the, the, you know there's the TARDIS isn't overcrowded. Um. So yes. So anyway, this is what my wife got me for Christmas. Let's see. Oh, so, look at that! The bookends there. Yeah. That's see, look at that. Cool. Oh man. That's nice. And then. To make sure I had a book to go in it, even though I don't, it's like I don't have enough books. You don't read. Oh, that's neat. That's cool. That is and cool. No is mention that? of the fucking timeless child in here. Oh, look at that. There's no timeless child in here. Is there? Is there the thirteenth Doctor? Is she in there? Uh, basically, the last chapter is Gallifrey Rises. This was per first published by BBC Books in 2017. So this was published pre Dark Times. Hmm. So this book can be used as canon, and we can forget the last three years. Like, <laughs> uh, I don't like normally the wipe away dream bullshit excuses, but I'm with Marcus. I'm yeah. so desperate. I'll take anything. I'll take anything. I'll and even take them never mentioning it, and just like the, the next iteration or showrunner or doctor, well, whatever, whatever, it just continues to go on. Like I'm the last of my kind, and yeah. somebody's like, well. And then they just never mention it, and it goes right back to it. Or fucking Gallifrey pops back up, and they never mention it. I'm fine with that, too. But if you watch the last three seasons, Gallifrey still exists. It just sucks. Because the monster is now, has now gone and destroyed Gallifrey. <coughs> uh, and it would be great, because Gallifrey was the great untapped resource. It was the hope, remember, after Day of the Doctor? It's like, oh, is that yeah. what I now? Do I have to go and find Gallifrey? And he went, you know, in classic Moffat, it was like, mm, don't know. I'm going back to trends a lot. Uh, uh. Um, All right. So he left it. He left it so that who took over after him had a completely new playground if they so chose. Like there was next to nothing. Uh, there was next to nothing with the Time Lords from 2005 to now, except the trauma of losing them in war and everything like that. There was nothing. So, like, they could have done anything. We've never seen a modern take on the time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. And instead of that, it's like, oh, boom, up, blah, master, blah, there's a million, billion doctors, blah. 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 I think that's the best way to end the episode, which is blah. Uh, Gentlemen. Five blahs out of blah. Five blahs out of blah. Thank you again for uh, your time. Jeez, me this episode, this podcast episode was. You're turning into me, naughty. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> It's too soon. I should not be. This should not be happening. Chibi is speeding up my cantankerousness by fifteen years. Could you imagine if you've been watching this since you were four, and your formative years were Tom he Baker? Is, he's the baby of our group. I mean, I mean, it's it, this is what Chibnall's doing now is what Lucas did with the prequels. <laughs> yeah, and JJ Abrams did with the follow-up. Yeah. And I'm and what I'm about to do by ending this episode, gentlemen. Thank you. You can find us at Lonely Tart. I'm saying goodbye because my coffee is getting cold right here, so uh, you can see. <laughs> uh, and it's John Favreau in front. In is it is it cold? Yeah. Is it cold where you are, Dali? Yeah, it's a little cold where I am. Yeah. yeah, yeah. 
What about you, Sean? Is it cold with you? It's chilly, yeah. It's pretty cold. It's been 80 frigging degrees here in California today. Not only am I living in COVID central, I'm living on the sun. How is it possible? It's January. It's just obnoxious. It's freaking winter. It's January, for God's sake. I've been walking around in a pair of shorts all day. <laughs> I actually put clothes on to do this show. To do this show. I've seen I've seen the pictures. It's kind of terrifying. Marcus, where can we find you? <laughs> Uh, you can find me on OnlyFans.com. Oh, I have my own, <laughs> my own great line coming. Uh, no, you can find me on Twitter, uh, at Annoyed Gamer. And uh, you can find me on, or you will be able to find me mm-hmm. on my forthcoming Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash I am beer. I am beer, which is just an awesome, easy way to remember it. Well, I will, uh, I will follow after this, uh, after this episode, I'll have you guys come. I'll have you guys come onto my show, and then I'll ask. Yeah. Then I'll make you make you listen to me read synopses of. of, uh, <laughs> of, of <laughs> See, I had to get back into the the cadence of what, what we did before. Sean, where can we find you? Uh, behind the hashtag. Uh, <laughs> Favreau Favreau for Doctor Who. Oh, God, wouldn't that be amazing? We need to find uh, a British Favreau or a British Kevin Feige. Yeah, yeah. Um, RTD, RTD could do that role. He doesn't have to write. But he so can provide Moffitt. a framework and pull people in. So could Moffat. Uh, at Sean Norton, S H A U N N O R T O N. Excellent, excellent. Actually, uh, yeah, okay. Um, you can find me at Dolly Domofsky. Uh, and I'm not going to bother spelling it out for you. You can just find me. Good luck. You can find us at lonelytardis.com and the Lonely Tardis YouTube page where this episode will go up. And I'm going to try to load up all the old episodes, at least as audio. We will. Uh, at some point, uh, next wow. day or so, yeah. How 2017 of us, I know how 24, 20. Should we have like a TikTok page or something? <laughs> yeah, there you go. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, can, we, can, we, can we get on Quibi? We're gonna actually, that would, I think they got purchased by Roku, so yeah, we would probably be it would help make our show shorter, that's for sure. Guys, I love you. I'll see you. See you guys all on the next episode of The Lonely Times, whenever that was. Woo! I'm sorry to do it too.